Enjoy fun adventures as you sail away together and experience the extraordinary marriage you desire. Join us in April 2025 for the Six Pillars at Sea Marriage Getaway. Yes, we are taking Six Pillars cruising and we want you to join us. Get all the details at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash getaway. Use promo code SHIPSAHOY to get $500 off your registration today. We'll see you there. From San Diego, California, this is the One Extraordinary Marriage Show, where being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex has taken the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call at 858-876-5663. That's 858-876-5663. In today's show, we talk about the different ways you can vocalize your satisfaction to your spouse during sex. And as we start today, I want you to think about this quote from American author, critic, and scholar, William Lyon Phelps. He said, one never forgets an encouraging private word when it is given with sincere respect and admiration. Mm. The power of encouragement. Yeah. That's what we're going to be talking about today. Before we get started, this week's hug is sponsored by Melt. Melt is massage for couples. And I want to tell you guys, you need to check this out. What we're talking about today, you can massage your couple and vocalize your satisfaction in your bedroom with them. Check it out. They are running a special offer for the one family right now. You can get 30% off Melt. You need to go to couplemassagecourses.com slash one. And if you go there onto that page, you'll learn everything that there needs to be known about this awesome course. You're going to hear from Dennis and Emma, and you're going to be able to see some cool tutorials that they're going to show you. It's really slick. And if you're interested in getting connected in a physical way, but not necessarily sexual, it could lead to that if you want. Check this out. CoupleMassageCourses.com slash one. And go there even if you just need a little bit of relaxation in your life. Yeah. Because just watching the little intro trailer videos that they've got is enough to just put you in a calm state of mind. Yeah. It's really cool. So we received this hug that I am so excited to share with you. This came from a couple And uh, the wife wrote in and said, our communication is getting better and better every day. And we're working through things without arguing most of the time. (laughs) Ha ha. Life is completely different and we are loving it. I cannot explain to you how thankful we are for your help and coaching. We still talk about the things that we learned from you and use those tips daily. Thanks again for everything you and Tony have done and are doing through one. I've told so many people how amazing this podcast is. Know that we are listening every week and we'll talk to you soon. We would love for you to come to Nashville. And she says, I'll even volunteer to head it up if you ever do. (laughs) Awesome. Well, and I love this hug because here's a couple that was really struggling. Mm -hmm. And um, I've gotten to know them fairly well through our coaching sessions. And they were at a point in time in their marriage where they were willing and ready to make the change that they needed to, to go from ordinary to extraordinary. Mm. And this is a couple that did some really hard work 
in their marriage and they had some challenges to overcome and they've done it. Mm-hmm. And, and I love that they are still working on those things daily. It isn't just like, you know what, Elisa, we did our strategy sessions and now we're done and life's a bed of roses. No, they work on it daily. Mm-hmm. And um, for That's all of cool. you in Nashville, we would love to come to Nashville. Um, I need a new pair of cowboy boots. So we need to find a way to get to Nashville. So if any of you guys got connections there, shoot us a message at info at one extraordinary marriage.com and let us know how we can come to your neck of the woods. Right. So as we, uh, as we jump into this, you know, Tony had said at the, the top of the show that we were going to be talking about different ways you can vocalize your satisfaction during sex. And I, I'm going to just come clean here. Um, we've done a few episodes over the last four and a half years on this. And it's usually because this is an area of our sexual intimacy that I really struggle with. And I've struggled with it for different reasons over the years. Um, we have shared walls with our children Mm-hmm. in different homes we in our last home we had one wall that we shared with a child and the other wall because we were in a town home was the master bedroom for our next door neighbor so it was literally kind of like between a rock and a hard place in terms right. of just the way the house was set up and i want to say too though that i have struggled with this in our marriage as well now it may not be where I am now, but early on in our marriage, this was a place where I did struggle a lot because I wasn't sure what I was supposed to be doing. And at that time too, my mind was filled with high expectations in the sense of the pornography I was watching, typically movies and videos at that time, what would happen there. But that doesn't necessarily, and it does not play out in our marriage bed. So Elisa talking about her being in a rock and a hard place. Well, I was too, but mine was from a false understanding of what sexual intimacy was supposed to be like with Elisa. And there's no, I want to be very clear at the outset, there's no right or wrong way to vocalize right during sex what we want to share with you in the show today is that the important thing is that you do vocalize during sex and the reason why we talk about this i mean it probably comes up every three to eh, maybe four to six months that we do a show on this because that's about when i fall into a lull or tony you know one of us is going through a situation personally and The thing with vocalization is it's another form of communication. We spend so much time at One Extraordinary Marriage talking to you guys about your communication, communication and finance, communication, spiritual intimacy, emotional connection that comes from communication. Vocalization during sex is another one of those forms because it allows the two of you to have that that feedback loop. I mean, that's why I love that quote from uh, William Lyon Phelps where he says, you never forget an encouraging word. And I want, I want you listening, all of you to think of vocalization during sex as an encouraging word to your spouse. Right. And this can come from either of you. We're not 
hey, we're not putting this on that, hey, it's only the women who are not vocalizing or the wives that are not vocalizing, and it's the husbands who always are. No, it depends on your personality type, how you guys are connecting, what you think is what you think should be said and what you think shouldn't be said during sex. And we want to go through some different ways today that you can think about, hey, these are ways that we can vocalize during sex that may heighten the experience for us and allow you to let loose a little bit. Because that really... What I have found for myself, and I think Elisa would agree with herself with this as well, is that when we do vocalize, it is that release. It's that allowing us to just be uninhibited mm-hmm. in the moment, in the present, not thinking is she liking this? Is she not? Not thinking, am I in the right position? Am I not? But allowing myself to be fully immersed in this moment that is so special, that is so absolutely bonding that I can just allow myself to vocalize that. Mm -hmm. And it's not, I will be the first to tell you, it can be a learned skill. Yes, most definitely. And, you know, we're going to throw out three different ways because as we looked back over our almost 18 years of marriage when we're closing in on, we're about six weeks away from our 18th Woo-hoo. wedding anniversary. Started trying to plan out we where we're going to. We did start trying to plan. Go where, figure out where we're going to go. We started looking at, how, you know, how has vocalization developed in our marriage? And mm-hmm. what are the areas, or how do we vocalize? Because like we said, there's no one right way. For some of you, you it may just be simple moaning and groaning. You know, that that just that physical emotive sound of pleasure. Right. The the mm, oh you know, those types of sounds, they may be whispers, they may be very light, they may be only audible to you and your spouse. But it's those moans, those groans that allow your spouse and vice versa to know that what they're doing is satisfying you. And, you know, for those of you that have kids and or, you know, sharing common walls, depending on your you know living situation. Here's the thing. You can keep those kind of on the down low. And as you're physically close to your spouse during the act of sex they can actually feel that vibration, Mm -hmm. you know, going through your body. So it doesn't have to be very loud if you've got little ones that are still awake, if you've got the next door neighbor, you know, that type of thing. You can actually feel it and not have to have it be very loud. I mean, just, you know, go, "Mm." And, and when you do that, just for yourself, you know, just stop for a moment. And just go, mmm, and put your hand on your chest. You'll feel that vibration coming through. It may be slight, but if you think about this, your wife's head is on your chest. She may have your your penis in her hand, and it's a slight, mmm. She's going to feel that 
She's going to hear it first audibly, but if her head is on your chest, she's going to feel that vibration in her cheek on her, maybe even on the other ear that is on your chest. And that's, that's like a first step. Mm -hmm. It's the first step because you don't have to think about what am I going to say? Because sometimes, and for some of you listening, the words may not be there. You know, like, I don't know what to say to, to make it be okay. And we're going to get to words here in a second. But I want, you know, for those of you that have never been audible because you're scared, you were told not to, you were told not to, good girls don't do that kind of stuff. I mean, whatever it is that has prevented you from being audible in the past, starting with those low moans, those groans of satisfaction are a way to break the ice, mm-hmm. are a way to say, okay, you know what? I'm going to like, you know, okay, here's the thing. Dip your toe into the water. This is how I get into the pool. When the water's cold, it's like little baby steps. Your little moans and groans are those little baby steps that say, honey, this is working. I like that without having to actually put voice to all of those words. It's an incredibly sensual way to express your sexual satisfaction. And I will say, when you're doing your moaning and groaning, it does not have to last the entire sexual escapade by any means. I mean, it could be at certain moments. It could last the entire time if that's cool with you guys. I know for us, they sort of come in and out. It are It is during those moments where it's just like, oh, like, wow, you just hit that spot. And I just want you to know that. Mm-hmm. And for me as well, it's that allowing my, again, allowing myself to just go be in the present with Elisa right now, Tony, get your mind to stop turning its wheels and just go, oh, I love what you're doing for me. The, I love what you're doing for me is sort of that, oh. And that's the first part, Mm -hmm. moaning and groaning. Now, the second part, and I already kind of talked about this one a little bit, but we're going to go more detail into it, is actually voicing, putting words around. Verbalizing. Your, your, sec, your sexual satisfaction. Honey, that feels good. Now, again, I don't think you're going to come out straight out like that. It's going to be more an essential sound or yeah. voice or tone. It's more the, oh, good. honey, that feels so amazing when you touch me right there. You know, I love that motion, you know, with your hand on my chest and your hand on my penis or what have you, or, you know, you as a wife may just be going right there. That's the spot. I need you to be right there. Here's the thing. And we talk about this so often, but I feel like it bears repeating because I still, uh, I still get people that think their spouses have this one gift. <laughs> a lot of people, you know, and for all you new listeners, I know this is gonna be the first time you've heard me say this, but it doesn't matter how many times I say it. You still need to hear it. Your spouse does not have ESP. Nope. If you don't tell them either through your moaning and groaning or through your actual words, what feels good, they're left to guess. Sometimes they guess right. Sometimes they guess not so right. Mm -hmm. So why not make this a win-win for everybody? 
Because if, if you want them to touch you in places that feels good, why don't you tell them what feels good? Most spouses are really good studies. Like they'll figure it out. If you tell them often enough, when you touch me like this, it works. Well, then, you know, you can cut to the chase sometimes. Like if you want a quickie, everybody knows what works. You go straight in, bing, bang, boom. It's all good. But here's the thing. I don't want Tony to have to guess what works for me. We've been, we've been together, married 17 plus years. I want to be able to tell him what works. I want to be able to share with him what feels good, how it makes me feel. Because some of his touches light me up like, you know, 4th of July fireworks. Other touches are much more slow, sensual feeling. And others are not at all. And others don't work. And so using those words, speaking up and vocalizing your satisfaction also allows you to go, honey, that doesn't feel good tonight. So let me move your hand here. And if you're at a point right now where you're just going, oh my gosh, guys, there, there's no way we could even do that in our bedroom. We totally get it. It's time for you to get your communication on the same path. And you may need to do that before you get in the, into the bedroom. I want you to check out He Zig, She Zags, get your communication on the same path. And you can check that out at www.hezigsshezags.com. And that is our communication program that's going to help you go through the, the couple communication method that will allow you to walk through this so that you guys can be on the same path prior to even getting into the bedroom. You can have your whole state of our marriage, one of your state of our marriage conversations, and we cover what that is in He Zig, She Zags, all about vocalizing your satisfaction. So if you need to get your communication on the same path, check out he zigs, she zags.com. It's a conversation that has to be had. It's a conversation that has to be had multiple times. Because here's the thing, over time, and I know this because I met Tony the summer I turned 20. I've just celebrated my 40th birthday. It's been 20 years. It's been 20 years together. I've changed a lot as a woman in 20 years. What worked all those years ago, some of it still works in the same way. And some of my likes and dislikes are completely 180 degrees different. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I mean, this goes everything from, from oral sex to manual stimulation to everything. It has changed over time. And if I did not tell Tony... If you don't tell your husband or you don't tell your wife, they might still be trying to do something from 20 years ago. It's not working. And you both are frustrated. And you can't figure out why you're frustrated or why things aren't working. Well, because you're doing 20-year-old techniques. And you're like in the 2014 version. And those for you who are newly married, you got a clean slate. You're learning each other. And that's a great place to be as well. As long as you start asking and answering these questions so you're opening up the dialogue. Mm -hmm. One thing I think we need to make clear here too when we're talking about vocalization, for us, it's not every single lovemaking session. It's not. 
I mean, there are definitely times and periods when vocalization is part of our lovemaking. Mm -hmm. And there are other times when it's not. Sometimes it's just the heavy breathing. You know, that's sort of a stimulation. Vocalizing what we're bringing up, these three different ways that you can use it, get brought up. They're part of our repertoire. It just depends on what we're doing. And sometimes all three of them can be used in one session, sometimes only one of them. Mm -hmm. Just depends. And it's going to be different for each of you. But what you have to be able to do is get outside of your comfort zone and try. And stop thinking about what's going to happen. Am I looking like a fool? Am I not? I get it. I get it. It's okay. You do what makes you guys feel good between you and your, your spouse and God. It's all that matters. Nobody else is in there with you. You don't have to tell your friends. Heck if anything, if you have a session and you're just like, well, that was sort of weird or funky, email us info at one extraordinary marriage.com. Tell us we get, we get tons of emails. So we may not be able to respond to you as quickly as you'd like, but let us know, say, Hey, you know what? I tried it. I felt a little weird and yet, I'm going to try it again. Let us know. Let it out because you're not alone. You're not the only person who's sitting in bed beside your spouse going, should I say this now or should you not? Because there are still times when I'm in bed and I'm thinking, should I say that right now and use words that could heighten the stimulation or get Elisa to have an orgasm? I still get there myself and we talk about this often. So speaking of the talking of and the orgasm part, you know, that heightened sexual experience, the last method or the last way that we want to talk about vocalizing is just that loud excitement. You know, you both are like, you know, at the apex, things are cresting, screaming, this is yelling. The, yes. This is, oh my gosh. How good is this? Yes. I love it. Loud moans, loud uh, exuberance. This is the one where, you know, you throw caution to the wind and you're just, you know, you're screaming each other's name. You're, you know, it's the, it's not just kind of the moaning and groaning that, oh, that feels good. It's really the, okay, yes. This is <laughs> yes. like the leg shake sort of going on in like, when Harry Elvis. met Sally. Yes, this is this is the restaurant scene in When Harry Met Sally. <laughs> that's and, and that's what this would be. Any of you young enough to not know what the restaurant scene is when Harry Met Sally, YouTube Google it. it you it'll need to show see up. it. Yes. But it's that it's that overwhelming crest of excitement, that wave that is like pounding in towards the shore. And it's bringing all of that with it. And the reason the reason why this vocalization matters so much is because when you allow yourself to communicate your sexual satisfaction, when you make the choice that you're going to, and it's a choice. Mm -hmm. Oh, it definitely is. Let me tell you guys, it's a choice because there have been many times when I've been, you know, especially before we even started the intimacy lifestyle, when I'd be kind of in a stinky mood and yet it might feel good, but I was just being stubborn. I'm like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to verbalize. Well, that makes for a lousy session a lousy lovemaking session because you know what? You're holding part of yourself back. 
That's why vocalization during sex matters because it allows you to be, as Tony said, fully present, all in sharing on so many different levels with your spouse. And one of the things that I'm tired of hearing is that people are choosing to withhold their full selves from their spouses sexually. Guys, be all into your marriage, all in. That means that whether you're talking about your finances or you're in the middle of a lovemaking session and you've got something you need to let out from a satisfaction standpoint, let it out. Let it out. Let your spouse know how good they are making you feel. You will never go wrong expressing yourself sexually. You're expressing that satisfaction sexually to your spouse. I, I can't even fathom a circumstance where that would that would not play out to your advantage. Right. With loud exuberance, this one, I will have to say, is one that we still struggle with today. We we actually had a great lovemaking session just last week where we were able to allow ourselves to this point. And I'll tell you why. It's because when the kids are here at home, and typically if we're making love at night, the kids are down the hall from us. Yes, they have their fans on, and yes, there's that good white noise going on. I feel, and I would say this for Elisa as well, that that loud exuberance part of it for us is a bit hindered because they're here. So for us, we have found that this this last one really works well when the kids are not here. Mm -hmm. And that's what happened in this lovemaking session for us. It was a midday deal. I was between appointments. I ended up coming home sort of just, hey, I'm here. And Elisa's like, whoa, you're here. It's my last day for to initiate. Let's go have some fun. And we were able to just let it all out. You know, screaming and yelling and just allowing ourselves to be there. And that, for us is how and when that one typically does come up. And all that's to say is you need to take advantage of your opportunities, Mm -hmm. especially those of you that have children, because I often hear, well, you know, the kids, the kids, the kids, you know, this, that, the kids are around the kids. You know what? It doesn't mean you can't have sex. You had to have sex in order to make them. You can still have sex after they're alive. Okay? You just got to get creative. You've got to find those afternoons when everybody's at a birthday party or a sporting event or over at a friend's house. And, you know, miraculously, you've got at least 20 minutes or even 10. And take advantage of it so that you can get into that deep, loud exuberance. Even when they're home, turn on the shower. It's okay. The shower's great extra noise. Yeah. Mom and dad are going to go take a shower. Okay. And I was actually sharing this with a couple I'm coaching with the other day. And I, I acknowledge the fact that California is under drought conditions. And so if I have to choose between you know, great sex for the couples I coach and the California drought, I'm still recommending great sex. So, you know, that's just, I, 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 that's I'm just cognizant of the fact that there's a drought, but, you know, run the shower, have great sex. 
you know, use the shower noise as a background. I had one couple or one friend that I was talking to. She's like, yeah, my girlfriend uses the, uh, the laundry room because the kids will never go into the laundry room. They turn on the washer and the dryer. They've got all of this extra noise going on and they lock the door to the laundry room. I thought that's brilliant. That's brilliant. Because again, there's noise. There's a distraction. Yeah. Get into it. Get into your sex life with your spouse. Let them know how much you enjoy it. And don't be surprised when you start letting them know if you don't see increased enjoyment yourself. Because now you're communicating your satisfaction about your sex life. And when when your spouse starts to hear that satisfaction, it's going to take your marriage and your sexual intimacy to a whole new level. It will. It really will. And that is one of the things we love doing here is sharing how you can have the sexual intimacy you desire in your marriage, because that is one of the biggest bonding places for each of you. And this week, folks, really think about these. Think about how you can speak up and vocalize your satisfaction to your spouse when you're making love. Are you going to do some groans? Are you going to do some moans? Are you going to use some sensual words that may pique them as well as yourself? Or are you going to have that opportunity where you can have really loud excitement together? Whichever way you choose, you're going to have to get out of your comfort zone and make it happen. So this week, pick one of them and make it happen. Vocalize your satisfaction. We love you guys, and we hope you have a fantastic week. And we can't wait to hear from you about how vocalizing your satisfaction impacts you in your marriage. We love you guys.